Welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host, Louise Clark, a certified parent coach and mum to three teenagers. Trust me, I know just how hard being a parent can be. There are times when it can all become a bit too much and leave us feeling at our wits end. Sometimes we need some advice, a fresh perspective and a little bit of help. That's why I'm here and why I do what I do. And that's why I created this Parenting in the Thick of It podcast. Welcome to the show today. I'm going to be talking about teenagers. I love teenagers and I have three of them. I have a 13-year-old, a 15-year-old and a 17-year-old. And I was out on a walk yesterday with a girlfriend and we were just talking about, you know, being a parent and our roles. And I just said to her, I said, you know, I've loved every minute of my journey as a parent, but I'm especially loving the teenagers. And many, many parents find this this time um, with teenagers a bit of a struggle. And don't get me wrong, it is, because there is nothing like a teenager to trigger us. Nothing in my life ever has triggered me like a teenager. But that's why I love it so much, because it teaches me so much about myself. I thought I was a patient person until I had teenagers. And then I realized, you know, maybe I'm not quite as patient. I thought I was pretty open and um, open-minded. And then I realized with teenagers that perhaps I'm not quite so open-minded. So I love being with my teenagers. And even in the moments where I'm triggered, I I have now got to a, a place where I can kind of turn turn the uh, spotlight back onto myself and try and find a way to um, stay on the high road and not get challenged and triggered to the point where I am forced to say something I might regret or do something I might regret. And I really enjoy, I really enjoy that challenge. And I also find their conversations fantastic. I find them incredibly stimulating. They're hilarious. I love the fact that they just know it all and they have an answer for everything. It makes me laugh because I must have been exactly the same. Uh, Well, I know I was because my mom has, my mom and dad have told me I, it always brings a smile to my face. But today I want to um, not just ramble about teenagers and how much I love them, but give you something valuable. And I've had many parents contact me and reach out to me recently about their teenagers and that they really do struggle to find the opportunity to discuss things with them. And I think two things are really key. Um, one, the opportunity to, to speak to them and have a good conversation with them cannot be kind of orchestrated Occasionally it can, but generally it needs to happen organically. And with teenagers, I I can absolutely guarantee you it will happen at a time that is least convenient to you. My teenagers will come in and sit down beside me when I have in the middle of something I'm working on and there's a deadline and I have to get it out. And they've decided this is the time they need to chat to me. And, you know, sometimes deadlines are deadlines, but as much as I can at that point when I realize they're open and they're wanting to chit chat and they're all warm and fuzzy and and um, comfortable, 
then I drop what I'm doing and just enjoy the ride and go with the conversation with them. It can often be late at night because they are night owls. They like staying up late. And, you know, my my teenagers often end up coming into my room after I've gone to bed because I go to bed before them. And they come in and they sit in the bed and they have a chat and the chat goes on and on and on. And there's times where I might I, I need matchsticks for my eyes, but very rarely do I actually say, you know what, I have to go to sleep because those the moments where our teenagers choose to come and speak to us, that's where the magic can happen. That's where they're open. That's where you can, you know, steer a conversation in a certain direction. The other key piece is I, I mentioned steer a conversation in the direction you want it to go. I've done this so many times where I've made mistakes because my steering ends up in a lecture. And the minute I start lecturing my kids, which I do, I'm I'm a mom, I'm human, of course I'm going to start lecturing them, I get pushed back and they just switch off. And if they don't walk away, my eldest will actually say to, to me, mom, you've said it, enough got the point and he'll go no mum stop and I keep going and he goes mum stop I've got it can we just end this conversation now and in me I'm just bubbling with more to say and I know it's going to fall on deaf ears so you know look at that he's telling me mum done had enough don't say it and yet I still say it sometimes so finding the organic moments where the conversation just happens with teenagers, jump on those and don't blow those opportunities by turning the conversation into a lecture. It's very, very, it's a, it's a fine line. It's a fine balance. I find that by asking them questions is a much better way than me telling. So you know, rather than saying X, Y, and Z, I, I try and get them to be curious to X, Y, and Z and see if we if I can get them to bring them to the understanding that I'm wanting them to gain. So hopefully that has helped you. Another mum this week mentioned that she really struggles with her teenagers and their devices. And, you know, I think when I'm working with parents, and the subject of devices comes up. Often it's in talk in the talks I do, and there's often a wide range of um, uh, in uh, there's lots of parents in the audience with kids of different ages. So there's a wide range in the kids' age, and I think you know for younger kids, um, managing devices and technology and phones and social media is very different to managing it with our teenagers, because again, it's very hard to actually control, in inverted commas, our teenagers. We can't control anyone. The only one we can control is ourselves. But in the early years with toddlers and, and you know elementary-aged kids, we can control what they're doing up to a point. With teenagers, we can control very little of what they're doing. I mean, just yesterday, my eldest was, it was Sunday, and we were, we were all in the house, and he... I was putzing around and ended up out in the garden and he was on the trampoline lying on his phone, not lying on his phone. He was lying on the trampoline on his phone and a skateboard and he'd been bouncing around and he was having a chit chat and he, he looked up and he said, mom, 
can I go out tonight? And I said to him, I said, you know, if you want to go out tonight, it's your choice. But I thought you'd said to me you had a quite a bit of studying to do and that, you know, it's finals week, grade 11 finals. Maybe um, going out tonight's not such a smart move. He went out on Friday night um, and, you know, do you need to be going out tonight as well? And he actually, he looked at me and he went, actually, I'm not going to go out tonight. But if in that moment he'd said, can I go out tonight? And I'd gone, no, you can't go out tonight. You went out last night. You've got final exams on. Don't you get this? See, it would have turned into the lecture. Um, I've done that and I still do it. I make the mistake and I do think it's a mistake because if I'd done that, he'd have been really pissed off with me. He'd have probably stormed off the trampoline. He'd have sat in his room and probably not done very much. And he wouldn't have gone out either. Um, and, you know, it wouldn't have achieved anything. Whereas, you know, the other way, he actually came to realize the reality for himself through me just pointing it out in a nice way, in a compassionate way, in a kind way. He knew it came from a place of deep caring. And it's keeping the conversations steered that way that I think is so key with our teenagers. And back to the devices, because I digressed. Very, very hard to get them off their devices. So, you know, in the moments where they're open, where those conversations arise and you're having a nice chit chat with them, steer the conversation towards devices. Ask them, ask them questions. Find out what they really think about it all and what is it that drives them to be on it as much as they are. And perhaps in those moments you can... you know, share with them your concerns. I think sometimes they don't realize just how concerned we are. Why is it that we don't want them to be on their devices? Just really think about that so you can share it with them. Because when they hear why we're concerned, and it's not just a a question of us nagging and saying, put your phone down, get off your thing, stop playing the game. If they can understand why we're nagging because we're nagging because we're fearful. And what is the fear? So if we can share that fear with them, that we are worried for the for the fact that they might not have enough time to study if they're on their Snapchat all the time, or if they are studying and they're on their Snapchat, we know it's such a, uh, a distraction that it stops them from studying like they could. And we know that they don't know that. And it's a way of trying to help them understand that. Um, so hopefully there's a few bits of, a few little nuggets in the conversation today in the chat on the show um, with regard to communicating with our teenagers, finding the moments. And when we do find the moments, not blowing them by turning them into a lecture. And with regard to devices, really trying to help your teenager see that you're on their page, that you have their back, that you're there to support them. You're compassionate. You understand how hard it is for them, but it is through you being concerned for their well-being that you have a, a problem with the fact they're on their devices as much as they are. So try and turn the conversations more in those in, in that way. See how you get on. If you have any questions, please give me a shout. would love to hear from you. I would love you to share these podcasts, which you can find on my Facebook page and share them on your social media platforms. It would be great. 
and you can email me at louise at yourparentingpartner.com or watch me on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. And if you haven't joined my private parent coaching group on Facebook, please hop over there and consider joining us. It's a great group, lots of fun, lots of questions, lots of tips and advice on everything parenting. That page is The Conscious Parent Community. So hop over and join that. We'd love to see you there. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.